Previously heard on Good Hope FM. It is time for uh, the third and final feature for this Saturday called Sound of the City Focus. So what we are here to do is we are here to speak to artists known and unknown um, and just to, you know, unearth new talent and celebrate existing talent. Um, and I don't think there are many, many, many people um, that, that I, I say as writers, producers, creatives, that, that I will directly compare with the talent of this next gentleman. Um, and I'm going to get him on the line right now for Sound of the City Focus. Uh, let's go. So we are on air with my good friend, Mr. Jimmy Nevis. Jimmy, how are you doing? Yo, what's up, man? I'm good, thank you. This uh, is my first interview. So happy Yo. to have you here, yeah, man. I'm so honored, bro. Thank you so much for having me. And honestly... Like, congratulations. This is such a cool space. Thank you so much, bro. So I'm going to paint a picture for you to start this interview. So it's about eight years ago, almost to the day. I'm having a birthday party somewhere in Camps Bay. We got the who's who in the zoo there. Uh, there's a DJ lineup. There's a cake. There's a theme. There's a team running the party. Oh and I God. have one of two artists performing. And this artist comes on stage who I meet like in soundcheck eight years ago and i say hey, what's up i'm chad nice to meet you and he says uh, hey i'm jimmy i'm like cool good to meet you and he basically kills it that night because he's yeah. promoting a song called elephant uh, shoes yeah elephant shoes and i think hardbox was, was your sick yeah it, but, but you performed a bit it. of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you remember that night yeah i remember it so clearly for many many reasons like for one i would i remember a lot of like there were like a, a lot of famous musicians at your at your party. And also it was my first time like really getting to meet some of these people. So I remember um, I was there and they were serving like really great food in like the section that we were at. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Danny Kay. And I remember thinking like they were serving like some like curry type of like dish or whatever, which was like phenomenal. Yeah. And I still remember thinking, oh my God, I'm sitting next to Danny Kay. <laughs> like, like, you know, like it, I was just like starstruck. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, this is such an insane party. It was at St. Eve's at the time. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, eight years ago, literally like almost to the day, because uh, my birthday's yeah. coming up in the new week. So like, you know, we've had so many conversations and I think w- with me being on air with the radio show, I'm, I'm able to just connect with some of my friends and, and industry colleagues, in a, I think, in a different way. We've chatted about music, music psychology. You know, mm. we've chatted about journeys, about, you know, hills and valleys that, that we yeah. go through as, as artists and as human beings. And I know that, like, you know, you have a fan base that grew up with you as you get new fans and like has there ever been a point where you've had to disconnect yourself uh, musically from your existing fan base and kind of get to a space where you also want to just focus on what Jimmy wants to do absolutely man I think uh, I think that's something that that's always happening actually it's uh, um, you know just like in any other marriage you know between two people like you have to grow together and I feel like um, but with that comes, you know, you got to take responsibility for yourself and your actions and, and make sure that you, you know, checking in with yourself. And I think I was, if I look at that as a marriage between myself and my fans or my music, you know, like yeah. there's definitely been times where like I needed to just drown out the, um, you know, just things that maybe people expected of me um, just to kind of like constantly find my message and my truth and and, yeah. and really like put my artistry first 
And I think especially on my last album, Chimera, I think that was one of the biggest breakaway projects that I did from like the way people maybe knew me before, which yeah. was, you know, maybe a slightly a bit more mainstream. Yeah. But, um, you know, diving into the Chimera experience was like opening Pandora's box, you know. I like once, once I started like <laughs> engaging in this sound and yeah. funny enough, it's, 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 a, it's a sound that I grew up with, you yeah. know. So for, for some people, it might have been different and new for me but for for me this was like just digging into my childhood and and reconnecting so i was quite an interesting process because i mean that that whole the creation and the the amount of time and effort and i would also say just like unpacking of like trauma and yeah. you know it really that album really lyrically and and the way that we dove in, into that and even just musically i feel like that completely challenged me in a in a musical space as a producer as a, as as a, a yeah. composer um which was very exciting you know i think that's i always aim to find excitement in my projects and you know i wanted to feel like the first time i want to find um the the reasons for why i do what i do yeah. um time and time again and um i think doing that project was not only necessary for me as an artist but music lover like yeah. on the other side of things like for somebody who loves listening to music i i found that i was now um you know growing up i, I used to do a lot of um like i used to take part in jam sessions all the time like yeah. i would be jamming on the keyboard i'd be jamming like doing vocals i'd be you know and then i think you know after a couple of years of doing this professionally like i was you know i sing my songs yeah everywhere and we have a formula we have a you know, I'm just, it also be, kind of became these, these dances, it's bigger production, it's all these other things. And then last year, um, coming off of the Kameda album, I mean, it was just such a beautiful experience of really reconnecting of that, that jamming style of yeah. music and just going, I actually went, I spent a lot of time at, at like open mic nights, I, I would even participate yeah. and watching other musicians perform yeah. and just like appreciating everyone's musicality. Um, outside of the commercial space, where I love it's that. So needed. I love that because you know, as artists, we give, we give, we give, and then also we need to receive to be able to create and give again. You know, yeah. and and I think a lot of people don't always get that feeling of, hey, why is Jimmy at this open mic session? It's it's you know, we yeah. all need inspiration to be able to create, and yeah. you know, you you time and time again get reminded about the incredible t uh, talent that Cape Town has to offer, so, and um, 1, exactly, and we learn about like how. The, you know, the small percentage of that talent actually end up having careers in music, you yeah. know, and, and, and that's sad. But in the same breath, you know, we continue to grow the culture and, you know, we stay true to the to the music as well. You know, yeah. uh, talking about the Camera album, bro, like Millennium, uh, yeah. P-Love, come on now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm Thank actually, um, to tomorrow's New School Sundays on Simon Says, yeah. I'm actually playing P-Love, FYI, please tune in. Nice, um, nice. And, just in terms of your narrative that you spoke about as well, you know, I think you've been connecting with people in a completely different way in the last few years where you're saying that, you know, it's normal to struggle. You know, it's yeah. it, it, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. It's, it's important to live in the moment. You know, what's your thought on, on those topics? I think um, that, you know, if you think that anybody's got it 100%, you know, together all the time, then, you know, you're just fooling yourself. Yeah. And I think it's one of the most beautiful human things when we can empathize with one another and yeah. see that we are like flawed, you know, yeah. and that there is, you know, 
in the deepest and darkest of times, that's where, like, you know, that's where seeds are planted. You know, that's where you get a chance to dream or that's where you get challenged to start new things or yeah. to face old things. Um, yeah. And I think that, for me, that was my experience and I just found it to be... Um, yeah, at first it was daunting, but then it became so beautiful and yeah. it became an awakening, you know? One ending is a new beginning. And I love that. I found the poetry and the, the, the beauty in that and I just felt like that was truly one of... When I look back in, on my life, I will remember that, that interesting... Yeah, I guess turning point, be, right? Turning yeah, point, and, yeah, and also like my most human self, yeah. you know? Like it's, it's not about all these other things all the time, but that was something that, you know... No, no career or relationship or advice was going to fix. It was something that I needed to go through step by step. There was no skipping anything. There was no running away. It was just a, okay, so this is where I'm at in my life. And I got to like, I got to work through this and I'm a musician and I, I can create. I so let me use my creation to express myself. And I like that. I like being vulnerable. I, I think it's, it's, it's part of what has brought me to this point. And that's the one thing that I will, the the lessons that I've learned from that, even professionally, I, in my music and how to write from an open heart and an open space, has been priceless. I love that new single. Hey Jimmy, moment of self reflection, right? Hey, hey Jimmy. <laughs> People are dancing during the lockdown, bro. People are in yeah. the lounge. Hey Jimmying it there. Yes, I'm so happy, man. Like, I think uh, so. Last year. It's so funny because, you know, I always, I feel like these days, it has been a second year of self-discovery. Yeah. But last year was a year of self-discovery and I was, I was just, you know, I think I made it a priority to, to have fun and, you know, take risks and go to trans parties and stuff. Yeah. It's just things I just never really did because yeah. I think I started doing this when I was like 20 years old and yeah. I was always studying and I was always music and traveling and stuff and I never really just like, you know, those like really like frivolous yeah. <laughs> things that you yeah. like, you know, like at, for a long time earlier on, I couldn't like be posing even with alcohol brands. No, definitely. You know, there was so yeah, much yeah. like things that I had to adhere to or in, in the beginning. And so like the, these last four years and especially last year was just so important for me uh, to find like the things that make me want to flirt with life, yeah. you know, and I flirt with the world around me. And so the music now... You know, and I'm not here for forced music either. Yeah, like I'm I not about that. that life. I don't want to do that. that. Yeah. But I love being a pop artist. You know, yeah. it's it's one of it's always been my goal. Even when I venture out into other influences, like pop is where my heart is at. Yeah. And um, it's just it was so great because creating these songs and, and even Hey Jimmy was it was just such a great reflection of what I was listening to last year, like all the parties I went to, yeah. all the beautiful people um, I got to experience. And um, Hey Jimmy, actually, fun fact. So the verses are actually written with uh, like words that fans would say to me. Because oh, wow. I was going out during, you know, December is uh, yeah. we, we out here in yeah. Cape Town, you know. So I was out here. I was one of them. I was there. Of course. Kedi um, Zemba boss. Hey, bruh. I was out. And uh, people would come to me and they're just like, yo, Jimmy, what's happening? Where's the new music? Mm. Is everything cool? Mm. Like whatever. And at one point it happened so often that I thought, actually, let me take this to the studio and I'm going to write a song about it. So I, love that. I guess the verses are like written from the like fans. From the fan point. Yeah. Like, That's beautiful. Me. 
and then uh, the plea and the drop is really me just taking ownership of my space in this industry and like in the most humblest of way like just understanding my my worthiness of being yeah. part of it you know I love that bro Jimmy thank you so much for this conversation um first interview on Simon says I'm so glad it was you um I'll yes, be calling yes. you in the week for a few more things that we need to continue the content on the show um all the best for the promotions for the new single and all the best for the rest of the year man hope to see you soon again yeah, dude. I mean, I, I mean, I could talk longer. I'm just saying, you're the one that's putting the phone. Yeah, down. I we, just got into this now. Yeah, we we are about to play "Hey Jimmy" for the people. <laughs> yeah. I know people are people are listening at home. They're about to to, to jive with us now. <laughs> so um, we're gonna continue the conversation without throughout the content throughout the run of the show. Um, yeah. And thank you so much uh, for this conversation, bro. Have a fantastic uh, evening and weekend. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Now.